Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kieran Reid knows how frustrating it can be for teams and he's with us on the line this morning to preview an interesting slate of super rugby games and give us the uh, skinny on what it's like to play golf with. Izzy, morning Rito, how you doing? <laughs> hey, good morning. How are we going guys? Yeah, good mate. It's a bit wet out. Izzy's, con- Izzy's yeah. concerned you might pull plug. Mate, yeah, I'm, I'm not that kind of fair with a golfer 100%. <laughs> it looks a bit wet for me. <laughs> <laughs> told you, Rick. Told you they'll pull out. Doesn't mind, doesn't mind tucking the ball under the wing and running at a South African Ford pack, but as soon as it starts raining, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to put my feet up. Yeah, 100%. Eh? <laughs> uh, quality, uh, Kieran. Uh, mate, what have you made uh, this season of the Chiefs? Because they have been going great guns under Clayton McMillan. Was there any point uh, with the red and black, ru- black running in your veins that you started to worry about uh, a, a final title for, for Scotty Robertson? Oh mate, they've been they've been outstanding, eh? The Chiefs they've been they've been awesome. I think, you know, it reminds me a little bit of those years, you know, ten years ago when when they kept up mm. us and or get, taking us over in the semi-finals there, twelve and thirteen. So, like, it, it looks like they've just got a real strong culture, they've got a real strong bond together, which I think makes the Chiefs dangerous. Um, you know, so they're in that form, and the big boys who have been around for a wee while as well are stepping up. So, like the likes of Retallick, Weber. Um, Kano and, and things so look they're, they're a great team the other guy in there that I think who for me has played really well is um, Samapeni Fina I think he's been a great addition mm. at playing blindside for them he's he's looked like to me like he, he's a, got a real future he used to play fullback I was hearing every day he's down the outside yeah. backs and they've moved him in into the, yeah. into the loose fullback <laughs> he would be. You wouldn't want to be catching him one on one. But uh, hey, mate. Um, obviously, a big week, week weekend of, of rugby. We've got the Hurricanes taking on the Chiefs. Look, I want to get your thoughts on the Hurricane situation. They've rested three of the key players: Lomax, Barrett, and Savia. You've been on both sides of a build-up to a World Cup. You've been a player. Now you're, you know, from the from the other side. Now you're looking on as a, as a fan, and and you're enjoying the game. So. What do you make of this this situation that's taken place? Is it needed? Like knowing what's on offer at the end of the year, what do you what do you put it down to? Yeah, look, I think um, you know, in terms of the boys' bodies, I think you have to be be aware of what they're going through. Um, you can't just keep yeah. wheeling them out every week. I, I think mm-hmm. we do have to be smart, and I guess the the main thing is that World Cup title at the end of the year, and you know, for the likes of those boys, if they're you know, maybe a game too many when they get to a semi or a final or quarter yep. end of the year would would be gutted. You know, so look, I think it's you got to have that open approach. Um, mm. I, I would have 
hopefully think the Hurricanes could have been a bit smarter. <laughs> you wouldn't have thought they would be resting <laughs> them against the Chiefs, but, um, you know, because it's a pretty big game. So, you know, maybe yeah. they could have done it a different way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting call, interesting call, all right, mate. Hey, yeah, uh, on on the Hurricanes, uh, this this is kind of all black adjacent, but given that your opposition was number eight, I've always thought that Artie was just when it comes to playing the bigger teams in, in the in world rugby, like the 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 box and the Poms and the French, uh, that maybe he's not quite big enough as an eight at that level, um, and that we need a body like I don't know a Cullen Grace or a Hoskins or Tudu. Uh, where are you on, uh, on that? Um, you know, uh, situation. Yep. I mean, yep. do, you, do you think you can play there against other teams, but you just need to look at that against those bigger bigger sides? Yeah, look, I think he, he's our number eight. I think that's, you know, um, moving forward. I think he's outstanding in that position. I, you know, it's just how you how you deliver that position, you know? Like, so if you've got Artie there and perhaps you've got Dalton and Sam, um, you know, we're, we're pretty small on the line out, so we're just going to have to adapt and maybe might look at springing in as you say, a Cullen or someone who's got a bit more height onto the blind side. But, um, you know, I think Artie's our number eight. And, and it's not necessarily a, a one-on-one match-up when you play against those guys. It's, it's the mix that you need to get right. Um, so getting our loose trio right. And Artie's obviously one of them who needs to be on there. Um, wherever he's playing number eight, I, I really enjoy him there because he can hopefully be utilised off the back of the scrum a bit more. Um, but he might, you know, potentially from what I used to do, I was more of a jumping number eight, maybe around the field a bit more. Rosati's probably hunts the ball, um, you know, tries to pick and go and maybe has impacts in different ways. Um, so it's just a different way of doing it, um, which, which I quite like. I just want to ask you a question about the World Cups. You've been a part of two successful World Cups and you've been a part of one where you, you just fell short at the final hurdle. If you look back to, to those years when, when it's been a World Cup year and then you've got to the tournament, is there differences or things that you've really thought about in terms of being able to win the event and when you fall in short, things that really need to go your way, the makeup of the squad and, and the kind of the, the culture that is built within? Yeah, mate, like I guess looking back, there's a couple of things you'd look at, but I think throughout the year, I think most of the time we're set up for all three to, to go and be successful. Um, mm. You know, even in 19, we're set up really well. I think um, most guys are in a good space, just a couple of injuries, um, but. Yeah, uh, it really comes down to probably just the one-off game, which which is what World Cups are about, you know. Like, um, and it's yeah. probably what's going to happen this year as well. You know, we're going to get to a quarterfinal, and it's going to be okay. This, this is our one week; we've got to get right. Um, and so, hopefully, the lessons and the desire and everything's right there for the boys to go. Yeah, this is our this is our week to step up, and you know, I'm fairly confident they'll be in that space. Um, and you know, the boys will will, will do the job. But um, you know, it's I think right now it's probably not too much thinking. It's in the back of the guys' minds, but they'll just be worried about playing footy and trying to get some some good form under the belt. Eh? We've seen, um, you know, coming into this, the, the the way that the draw's been done. Obviously, World Rugby do the draw about two years out, and and that's meant that we've got like yeah. the top five sides in the world all on the same side of the draw. It's been something the All Blacks have had to deal with before is, you know, being, you know, for a long time we were the best team in the world three years out of every four and just never fell on a World Cup year, unfortunately for us. I'm wondering, looking at it, do you think that might be the case for the Irish this time round? Are they, are they? do you think, just nearing the end of that cycle of, of those players at the top level? Yeah, I think, you know, they're deservedly number one and, and um, mm. favourites, but it does hinge, you know, a lot on Johnny Sexton. Like, he, <laughs> he is the talisman. He's the only guy who kind of, puts him in great areas of the field. Like he is a freakish talent and, and player. So, 
Um, you know, he's obviously been injured right now. He's been out for a couple of months. I'm not sure when he's back, but he's obviously back before World Cup, but he won't have as much rugby under his belt. Um, you know, so that that hinges a lot on them, and um, teams know what they're doing. I think um, Ireland are very structured and know what they, what they, what they do, and they do it really well. Um, so if you get a good plan and, and go up against them with the right mindset, I think you've got a chance to knock them over. But it makes a hell of a side of the draw, doesn't it, with South Africa and there, even Scotland. I think Scotland are probably an underdog that could have a big upset mm. there in that pool. So I wouldn't be surprised if they find a way to go through, um, which would be interesting. Oh, mate, I can't wait. Can't wait. Couldn't come around any sooner. And uh, we've got the live broadcast here on SCNZ. We'll be calling all the games. So looking forward to it, Rito. When you think of that squad, I know we're looking way ahead. But that squad, <laughs> where yeah, are yeah. the challenges for Foster in terms of selections? Oh, man, there's some big challenges. Like, I think um, loose forwards are uh, challenging. Um, mm. I think you've got... Dalton, Sam, Kane and Artie are locked in, um, mm. not necessarily all playing or starting. Um, and then you've, yeah, the, the, the second number eight, the the other guys have, have got a lot to play for. Um, and probably the outside backs, or outside backs, I think, is pretty, um, you know, open as well. You know, like that's just how it is. And I think, um, you know, let's get that bolter in there. Um you know, which I think will be great. It, it's something that yeah. guys haven't seen around the world, you know, and, um, mm. you know, have not used to defending. So, um, you know, it could be a good option. Will Jordan, um, mm. yeah, great to see him back on the field because I think he's a big part to play in our success later in the year. Just, yeah, on, on the bolter side of things, um, Rito, you've, you've been with the bolter. I was talking about the fullback position uh, and the outside backs in particular. I know... From previous years, we've always had a bolter, someone that's unpredictable, someone that can just create something out of nothing. But you've you've uh, provided a lot of experience around him, so when those tough yep. moments come through, do you, do you think that's part of the thought process as well when you're selecting those outside backs? Yeah, I think so. I think um, you know, in the outside backs, it is you know you you know more than me around it, but you know. Mm. It, the pressure comes on in different ways, eh? It's, it's not a relentless mm. pressure, but you've got plenty of time maybe to sit in your head. So sometimes the young fellas don't don't think too much, you know? Like, they're just they're <laughs> good because they don't have any of these extra baggage that they're carrying, you know? So um, yeah. it gives them an opportunity just to go out and play and, and showcase what they've got. So, um, you know, the Chiefs winger, Manawa, is it? Yeah, he's um, he's the one for me that's looking pretty solid. Like, it was like a Seve Reese oh, in 19. Yeah. Milner Scudder and the Holo and 15, you know, like, so, um, yeah, kind of come out and can add a lot to a, to a team just by being different, you know, and being fresh. Mm. Beautiful. Rito, we've seen Ethan Blackadder make a real impact when he's been fit. Unfortunately, that hasn't probably been enough for the Crusaders the last two years, but where do you reckon his best position is? Because we've seen him play seven and impress. We've seen him play six and absolutely destroy people. Uh, where do you reckon his best position is? Yeah, I think Ethan's a six. I, I, I you know, um, if you play him at seven, I think you've got to have some, you know, you've got to have the combo around him that can hunt the ball a bit more on in things. Um, so I play him at six. I think, as you said, he's a he's a beast. He's someone that gets fit. Hopefully, he's playing next week for the Crusaders. Um, you know, he he puts himself right back in the picture and just purely right where he plays and and probably another guy who's carrying no baggage. Um, you know, like he, he's someone that. He, he doesn't 
care what happened last week or what's coming up. He's just going, I'm going full out this game here. And I think that's probably you know going to be really beneficial for the All Blacks potentially later in the year. So, um, you know, someone to keep an eye on. Beautiful, Rita. We we appreciate all your gravy this morning, mate. Uh, we've our can't wait question of the day. You're a bit of a punk rocker. We've got some live music in the studio coming up with Neeps and his mate Sam Cullen. It is New Zealand Music Month. You've been to yeah, plenty of concerts. What is the best concert you've ever been to? Oh man, it's been some great concerts. A few big day outs have been awesome. Um, I think. Okay, let's go. Okay, one of my first concerts was LMNOP in the Roadhouse, the Stampede Bar in What a venue <laughs> that is. I, I've been there many a time, Rito. Oh, yeah. yeah great venue. Great venue. Um, you get to try and find your way in and get out of there quickly, though. Like, get caught outside. Yeah, you're not wrong there, mate. You're not wrong there. Hey, uh, I know you're supposed to be playing uh, golf with Izzy and uh, and a couple of others today, mate, um, if, if it's not too wet for you. Uh, but who uh, out of... He's out- not playing. <laughs> <laughs> out of all the out of all the blows you've played with in the Satyrs days and the and the All Blacks days, who's the most likely to snake their uh, uh, to to snake their handicap so they can beat you on a ten dollar a hole game? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Um, okay, let me think. Um, well, we'd we'd try and snake Izzy because we know how bloody good he is. Um, so we'd never <laughs> let him get away with it. I think it'd be it would definitely be someone who says it'd be like an Andy Ellis. Um, he he would yeah. he'd play enough golf. That, you know he's a pretty handy, pretty handy player and got a good eye. Um, but he's oh no handicap. Yeah, and try and get off of the twenty four or whatever. So um, yeah, it'd be him. It's a hundred percent him, Rita. We know Andy, the most competitive bugger ever. But he'll do oh, anything yeah. to cheat his way to a win. Of course he would. Yep. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Awesome, mate. Good stuff, Rita. Really appreciate, really appreciate your time, brother. And uh, yeah, pack the umbrella, eh? Yeah, mate. All right. All right. Have a great weekend. Kieran Reid there with us on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.